2: You are listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Smart Gilas Filipinas podcast. My name is Stancy. At your service to my right, Raf Camus. Right across me, Ro Moran. Boys, it's been a very, very eventful week in wrestling. But God damn, just the news that broke out today pretty much broke the internet for the wrestling
1: community. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, we had things planned for today, but wow! Bombshell. Late this morning, late earlier this morning, I got this really huge. Well, we have to say it, type bomb that punk will ha- will is breaking his silence.
3: Has At, broken. His has silence. broken
1: his silence. On Colt Cabana's podcast. Art of Wrestling. The Art of Wrestling, for those who don't know. And it's huge because it, this is a story we've been waiting for ever since that fateful night in... in March. In no, January. February. January. January. Was it right after the Rumble? Yeah, right and after it, the Rumble? Jem- the Royal Rumble was like the, in on the third weekend. Yeah. That. Yeah, so you you know, know, it's, it's been almost one, a year. Yeah. No. No almost a year. Ten I months pa. is almost a year. It's it's almost a year. A pa, it's Ten months. A almost a year.
2: Eh. You can say that. I mean you know January. Right? It's Anyways, been no, a while. Okay, it's ah, been semantics, a while. Semantics, semantics. semantics It's
1: been a long yeah, time coming. Yeah. People have gotten over it. People have gotten the fact over the fact that Punk left. And uh, why does he choose now? well he can. Because Thanksgiving. Rather have it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> know. So, yeah. I don't think it matters why uh, why now, but the uh, it, the it, fact that he, he actually did it is important. Yeah. yeah, the fact that he did it at all. Because I don't it's still okay. no matter how much you get over it, it's still the question you want answered. But As I mean, a fan, but uh, does he owe us an explanation? I think that's one question that uh, no. deserves to
2: be answered. No. I don't think he does. No. So the fact that he actually did is something that I'm rejoicing over to be very honest.
1: Mm, well, does he owe fans an explanation? No. no. Well, he would say no. He would say no I would say no I think he does No I think um, I like um, finding out the truth About stuff And When you do something That's nonsensical to me
3: Was it nonsensical though? We'll get into that
1: We'll get into that though it's not nonsensical when you think about the rumors that surround it, but um, that provides uh, justification for what he did. But uh, um, in a nutshell, in a vacuum, what he did—you know—just to up and walk out of the company all of a sudden after the, um, one of the biggest events of the calendar year—that is kind of nonsensical. Without, without saying a word, without you know uh, going online to bitch about it right after doing it. I think that's nonsensical. For in, um, And he in, disappeared. In he
3: disappeared from yeah, yeah. media for a while. I, I think
1: that's nonsensical. Yeah, he went off the grid. So finally, after 10 months of silence,
2: CM Punk uh, broke it on the Art of Wrestling podcast. And he basically outlined the reasons for his WWE departure. Something which uh, Rohir got to listen to in full detail.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, Well, I did take the time to listen to it, But then on... Uh, I had a uh, slow, light afternoon, <laughs> and it's two hours of you know just mm, him man. shooting from the hip, I guess, and uh, with his best friend called. Well, how do we do this? Do we just go over the? Yeah, blow let's by just blow go over or it. Or let's go just go over, over it. Over can we just um, uh, what? Dude, can I just uh insert my two cents now, or how? How? Just... Um,
3: let's just let's let's say what he said, and then let's give uh, our. He said cents. a lot of things. eh? Yeah. He's
1: well, let's let's things. start with the biggest. Why did he leave? Well, he well, from what I make of it, the biggest reason why he left is because of his health. And the secondary would be um creative differences um to basic uh to put it basically. Okay. Uh the biggest reason I think is his health because um as he said he was working way hurt uh, and he, was he had multiple getting,
3: surgeries. Yeah,
1: from what I recall. And he was not no not just that, not just the fact that he had multiple surgeries, but he he was also being asked to work hurt through the pain, through the surgeries when he needed time off. And also, uh, according to him, because uh, we have no way of confirming whether what he says is true, yeah, other than his word, yeah, yeah, yeah right, exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, after you know, I, I just want to say, um, uh, as I let it sink in. Okay, now I'm not, you uh, know, now I'm getting over the initial shock of finding out the things he had to say. Yeah. So now I'm trying to rationalize, trying to process everything he's trying to say. So um I might not have I not I might not be as objective? organic or no, no, subjective even. Okay. I might not be as subjective about it as I was like a couple of hours ago. Now I'm more objective because uh yeah, I'm trying to process it now. I'm trying to internalize what he said. Uh, his story. Yeah, so let's move on. Um, going back, his biggest issue was his health, from what he said. Um, not just the fact, again, not just the fact that he was working hurt, but apparently, and again, if it's true, he almost died because uh, Dr. Amen, the, the in-house doctor of WWE, would not treat this uh, lump on his back which turned out to be a staph infection and for those who don't know staph infections in wrestling or in any any sport, any sport is a big deal cuz say not you're not the only one put in danger you're also it's highly contagious yeah it's, it's a highly it's, contagious it's highly thing highly contagious when especially when you um you're in contact you're in contact constantly you're in contact with somebody shit. um you're also endangering everyone else.
2: Dude, if you're if you're eating right now and listening to the podcast, don't google what a staph infection looks like. Did Our google friend google
3: Justin Nang googled what a staph you, infection I is. Googled I googled that? it just googled to be it. sure. Yeah. But I no, because I I follow I follow American football a lot and staph yeah, yeah, infections right, right, are right. very common and I I never bothered to know because like people would be like on the disabled list listed as with staph infection. I was like can't be that bad. And then today was the first time I saw it. It is disgusting.
2: Yeah, it is, it is disgusting. <laughs> it is so wrong. It's, res- it's repulsive. So don't even bother Googling it. If, Take uh, our word for it. Yeah, if you're queasy or if you're eating right now. Uh, but suffice it to say that a staph infection is one dangerous motherfucker. So it's something that you, you just can't treat lightly, which from, the, uh, from what, what Punk said and from what I'm reading of, uh, about what Punk said, it comes across as the doctors of WWE basically sh- uh, shrugged it
1: yeah. off. Yeah, which would be very negligent on their part. So, at that point, parang, a staph infection is a big deal, right? And I'm sure Chris, uh, Dr. Amon, would know what a staph infection looks like. So do we believe this because that's, that's a huge fucking deal that that's, would... a, that's a red that's a red flag huge red flag and he could sue WWE for that exactly for uh, gross and, but negligence he hasn't, right?
3: he hasn't.
1: so um, why not Now again now that I've let, I'm letting it sink in I'm trying to go over it again do we believe this do we believe the fact that Dr. Eamon was negligent about this because in the first place I think first instance that we actually hear of something like this and wrestlers get staff infections well not all the time but uh, it happens it happens quite often especially any professional
2: sport, and when they do, ideally they're supposed to be diagnosed, again and treated accordingly.
1: Yeah, and parang. Can we do? We believe that Doctor Amon is this negligent, though. Uh, aside from that, there are other reasons. There that, were, yeah, that there Punk were other cited.
3: there were other health reasons. Yeah. that, I mean, I recall... now, he was generally
1: beat up. Pero to his credit, the man. Um, I think I'm having uh, I'm easier uh, I'm having an easier time believing this from him. Is that when he says. He's hurt, but he would work through the pain because that's what a locker room leader does. That's what a top guy does. Um, he even goes by the fact that by uh, you know, a maxim that, um, what would Harley Race do, right? Okay, yeah. And I think that's something that uh, Punk really took pride in. Him, him being the locker
2: room leader, him being the top guy, and you know, for him to say that. Uh, that he did what he did with that justification, that that's what a locker room leader does is something that comes across as believable. Oh, and
3: yeah. that
1: much I think it's, he did work through the pain.
3: Yeah, he did. He worked through what? How many? Uh, several concussions, multiple surgeries on his elbow and his knees.
1: Yeah, yeah, basically, in, and bas- basically what John kind of does, right?
3: Yeah. But John gets John Cena for for all of those who don't know has taken significant time off mm. for coming from his surgeries and they gave him time to recuperate. Now, if you take the parallel to Punk, who had similar surgeries and just doesn't get the time. I mean, he's back on TV doing cutting promos like what five days after.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. What, that's, that's what, that's he, what said, he said. That's what he said. Well, no, he, they wanted him to work, but I uh, know. Um, it's like okay, he, he wouldn't want to work. Say,
3: yeah, you're he's, beat up.
1: Yeah, he's 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 got an arm on a sling, and uh, how are you gonna do that, right? It's, it's just
3: it's just very very tough to be a wrestler, and we know that. That but...
1: part I think I can believe the working through the pain. everyone does it, and um, if but and we've seen him. We that that part we can corroborate. because we've seen him work his ass off, um, even when knowing. That he, he was, was beat heard. up, yeah. yeah. So that part I can believe. Yeah, but what about the other things he said? The things he said about his card placement, him not being happy about
2: dropping the title to The Rock, his opinion on fans calling him out for the way that he left. marami i And I don't know. I think it's a good. It, it's good to kind of spend a few minutes just you know uh, talking about it, just so we can have I guess an opinion about it. You know.
1: Yeah. Well, for one thing, okay, let's go start. Let's go over it slowly. Sure. Um, his, let's go with the card. Let's go with the card. Right, let's first. go with the card. Um, he felt like he was not in the main event that's his main gripe uh he felt like it was he was not in the main event he believes that the main event is the very last match of the show which i agree with um mm-hmm. but he, people were telling him that they would promote it as you know co main events like or one out of four main events uh, for yeah. example in wrestlemania 29 um they Versus technically Spaker. had like four main events yeah yeah uh cena rock triple uh h brock um, Taker, Taker Punk. Punk and the also. World Heavyweight Championship match. and the World Heavyweight Championship match and well do you believe that? Nah. no no because no. the World Heavyweight Championship match opened the show no, that's true and um well that I think is a legitimate gripe and that's something that we can't refute because it, it's his opinion that okay. he yeah. was not being paid well or as much as a main eventer should
3: and then you also take into consideration that the time when he was champion, he was never closing shows. That's so it, was true. Yeah,
1: it was always Cena. It was always Cena. Cena was the focus. Even if he
2: was yung champion. And you compare that to a more recent champion like Daniel Bryan who actually closed the show. He closed WrestleMania. He closed Extreme Rules.
1: Mm, yeah. yeah. Because he had to. Because the people were clamoring for him.
3: Right. But then at the same time, they're... Okay. This is just my take on it. Punk... Punk was always treat like we always saw Punk as a main guy as yeah, the for guy sure. definitely we always saw like we the fans saw him that way
1: why didn 't w w e why didn 't they treat him that way? Well he said that hunter doesn 't like him that's that 's the thing uh, again we don 't know we don't know whether that 's true because um we haven 't heard from vince or hunter
2: but there's a bit of evidence that supports that when you remember that. Triple H basically didn't put Punk over during the Summer of That's Punk. That's true. Yeah.
3: He, when, ki- he when, stopped oh, that. Oh, man. He, he killed the momentum. Could you say that, that, that he buried Punk during the no.
1: Summer of Punk? No. No, he didn't bury Punk. He if, just didn't if, put him over. If he buried Punk, Punk would be like opening the show, jobbing out to comedy characters and shit like that. That's burying someone.
2: Right, so uh, what we do know is, yeah, Triple H didn't put Punk over, which is weird, uh, considering that the Summer of Punk was what kickstarted his run
1: as one of the top guys in WWE. His long ass, I know. His long ass. His four hundred
2: thirty-four days. You know what? Now that you uh, bring it up, I don't remember a show which Punk actually closed other than Money in the Bank twenty eleven. Yeah, that's true. It's kind of weird now that I think about it, and probably SummerSlam. uh, But the thing was,
3: who was his opponent that Money in the Bank? John Cena. Cena.
2: And then next uh, SummerSlam, he was against Cena and ADR. Exactly.
3: So and- you see, there's there's a lot of evidence that shows us that his treatment wasn't necessarily on the level that John that was. That is
1: irrefutable, I, I yeah, think. Yeah, that's,
3: that, I mean, that's why. I'm just stating it as fact now that he wrestled on the level of Cena. He was, we can't say he was bringing in the same money as Cena, but he was doing the same shit that Cena was and wasn't getting the attention for it.
1: Hashtag fact.
2: <laughs> I don't know. Um, it Uh, I'm finding it hard to get an opinion just because I want to listen to it firsthand. I mean, I I, I appreciate that you guys outlined it for me and that, you know, I got a bit of a digest. uh, What else
1: have we, you know, have we not talked about?
2: Uh, Stuff like how we got his termination letter on the day of his wedding. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Which is a bit of a big-bag move on on WWE.
1: But his main point is that he didn't quit. It was more like certain circumstances, um, certain factors, certain uh, ways in which he was treated forced him to walk out. And in his mind, he didn't quit now. Oh man, that's kind of iffy. It is. It's it's semantics, but I think you quit. Whether regardless of the reason, if you walk out, you quit. You're yeah, no, that's something I'll agree with you on. Yeah, parang he insists that it's not quitting. Okay.
2: But, no. Uh, that that. Mo, I mean, let's be real on that. Yeah, back.
1: yeah. you have to be real on that.
2: Yeah. Mo, you left. You walked out. Ergo, you quit. But here's yeah. yeah. Okay.
3: But the thing is, he is not unjustified
1: yeah for sure he that's something we're not questioning the that's something
3: we're not questioning
1: I think he's like he's just like saying uh, but he this, was driven out instead of him is, walking nah, out he was pushed out Yeah. 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 Okay.
3: if we're talking okay. about semantics here we can say that Punk Punk left on his own terms
1: oh yeah for sure he didn't quit it's
3: still quitting. quitting it's still quitting but it's not the quitting that you that you'd expect from somebody of his caliber it's not the quitting that you know is you call bullshit on Right and that's and that 's the kind of person that punk is, and the person that we appreciate
2: well yeah it 's what we appreciated about him, him being real and all, but at the same time it 's kind of what is doing or what 's causing his undoing or what what 's causing his unraveling in terms of let's say his public image. Because right now, uh, his image or his, uh, public opinion on CM Punk is pretty much divided down the middle right now. Quite, uh, quite. If he was polarizing as a wrestler, he's even more polarizing right now as, an, as a quote-unquote retired wrestler. As a it, media figure to be. As a media personality. Yeah. Thank you. Because people are very divided. What's your opinion? You're either, uh, you know, it's justified because you were injured and because you were treated like shit. But at the same time, yo, I was a paying fan who wanted to see you run your contract and you fucking quit on me.
1: Well, um, okay, I'm going to be honest here. Uh, as I was listening, I can't help but feel that I'm kind of skewed toward his opinion because I kind of like share the same sentiments. Um, You know, when he doesn't like his job, I don't like my job all that much. I have to say it here. But it's not that like I hate my job it's, not like, it's like I'd rather be doing something else I love you'd the rather passive be aggressiveness
3: huh? you'd rather be wrestling for PWR thank you
1: <laughs> yo, yo I love the passive aggressiveness then, I hope it, your it, boss isn't listening <laughs> they don't <laughs> yeah they don't he's right they don't uh, <laughs> they really do not and I, I, I really couldn't help but relate to him like he was in a shitty position and uh, I, obviously it's not my situation it's not as bad as his but uh I know, but yeah, it's kind of some parts. Then are not I'm not taking all of this as gospel. Now again, now that I'm letting it sink in, and for one thing, even when I was listening to it, uh, wait, this is the part where we add our two cents now. Nah? Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. sure. Game about game about. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, um, if the stuff about his health is true, if the staff infection thing was true. Well, we we know the the surgeries thing was true. The, the elbow surgery, the knee surgery. Yeah. That stuff is true. Yeah. Um, that alone justifies his walking out. Because he wasn't if being treated well. Yeah, yeah. If it's true. But the whole thing about him insisting that he's of this caliber and he should be paid uh, as, as a member of this main event tier, that he continually insists that... Um, he is the best in the world, and he should be treated like as such. Yeah, that kind of turned me off. To be honest with you, you have to hear it for yourself. You have to uh, hear it for yourself to make your own judgments. But it comes, it came off as whiny to me. Okay. Um, comments. You haven't heard it, then you haven't gotten. To I that haven't part. finished. That yeah, part. you haven't gotten yeah. that part. But uh, you'll see what I'm talking about. I, I hope that I don't uh, directly influence your listening of it, your interpretation of it. But it just came off as way too whiny for me. Even though um he might have a say um he, he might have a claim that um you know people were saying that his punk, his match with Taker was the best on the Wrestlemania 29 card, which it was. Which it was for sure. But um, it just came off as too arrogant for me. I know he's a jerk. At least he's self-aware that he's a jerk. At least there's that. He's not so deluded to think that. He's hot shit that he doesn't, he has no flaws. Right. But, uh, y- yeah, it, that part came off as way too arrogant for me. Uh huh. Okay. And, yeah. Um, but I do sympathize with him if his health was truly in jeopardy.
2: I guess that's something that I'll probably agree with. Uh, on the most basic level, even without having listened to it. Because at the end of the day, your health is still the most
1: important thing, right? So, um, but yeah. He, but and again, he still walked out. He can't change the definition of quitting. Yeah. By by just trying to justify it with all the other factors. That's the right. Fact of the matter is, he quit. Whether it was justified or not, he quit. Yeah. Okay. Um. So I I guess you know that's the only thing I can really um, comment on is the yo. health. You guys want to say?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Um. With me, Naman, Like I think that the way that Punk's handling things. He's not he's not out to to like go out and damage WWE. He's trying not he's to. He's trying not to. Um but it, I've listened I've listened to enough of it to know that you know he still he still respects John Cena he, a lot. He's,
1: he has a lot of he good has a lot reala- yeah. according to him he has yeah. a lot of good relationships with you know guys he's like still, Cena, uh, Orton, Orton, Brock, Rock. Yeah.
3: Yeah, guys that you know he doesn't respect the decisions that the company made but he respects the people. And sometimes that.
1: Speaking of, we have to go into this for that. Yeah. Uh, he also does not like the idea of putting over the part timers.
3: Yeah. Which, which you know, it works out for everyone because the part timers, the part that that run of part timers, that the the rock, the initial rock run. Yeah. With the title, I didn't like that. I didn't like the idea of it, even though you know, would have done. It did great for sales. It did great for the pay per view buys.
2: But the thing was. It did. It doesn't help the big picture. You know. Neither. Neither did I. Like, um. You know. I marked out for the Brock win at Summerslam, but that's about it. Like, I'm not a fan of Brock not being at the shows. I'm not a fan of Brock not defending his championships. Because, like Punk, I kind of agree in the sense that having a part time champion doesn't isn't best for business. For one, when you're the top dog, ikaw yung either top na bida or in top na contra bida. What's a story without your lead protagonist or your lead antagonist? And I think that WWE, even though it's back into a corner right now where they have to think out of the box to come up with good stories. And like, they're coming up with good stories. Which is something I will give them. Um, at the end of the day, Mali Paren that they put the champion on a part-timer. Also because, and I think this is something that isn't mentioned a lot, it's unfair for the other guys who are, are busting their ass day in and day out. And then take a look at this. just Just to
3: illustrate my example. Seth Rollins right now, Money in the Bank guy, right? Yeah. His character would have so much more depth if he could be chasing somebody who's the champion. Doesn't have to be Brock. But if the champion's there, he has significance. Right now, he's number one lackey. If there was a champion, he could be number two heel. Just Actually, think about that. Just think about that for a minute. That makes a lot of sense because he could be always a looming threat for the champion. Exactly. Sure. Which which the money in the bank has always been used as as a well, threat no, well no But, but not, okay, in not, not in the case of Sandow but, no, not
1: in the case of many people
3: but the thing is that's when it's best used yeah, they are true. threats they are taken as credible threats and because Brock is away he's taking away from the potential superstardom of one Seth Rollins they do,
1: they're doing well they're doing well with him
3: they're doing well with him, well with him. Yeah. They could, I'll admit they could just be doing more mm-hmm. they could be doing so much more and you see it's a ripple effect and that's well, one of the things that Punk is justified in saying
1: uh, yeah And I do believe, you know, when he says he's trying to be a locker room leader, right? And, you know, being the guy who shows up day in and day out, he said that he did as much uh, make-a-wishes as John Cena did uh, during his time. He just never talked about it. Or they never advertised him doing it.
2: (laughs) Which, you know, kind of sad. But at the same time, I don't think Punk would be the one to toot his horn in a man about the
1: make-a-wish thing. Yeah, Yeah, when when you think about it, right? Yeah, when you think about it, okay. He's a douchebag. He's a natural douchebag. He's a natural asshole. He's a natural jerk.
2: So I can't imagine him then about saying, oh, you know, I granted this way for this dying kid and all that. But
3: yeah. here, here's, here's just something I think about with Punk when it comes to Punk is Punk comes from the independents. Punk mm-hmm. is the first real crossover independent superstar mm-hmm. on that level. Okay. Agree? Yeah, agree. agree. He comes with that chip on his shoulder that he's representing something that's a lot bigger than him in terms of just being a wrestler. He represents a lot of the hopes and dreams of these younger guys like Daniel Bryan, of um, Rollins, of Ambrose, of Sami Zayn, Steen, all of these guys. He's the guy who made it. Eh? He's the guy who made it. And he, he ran with them for a long time.
1: I think the thing along with Punk is that his nature makes him an easy antagonist. Yes. It's just, he's just you know, a douchebag, a jerk, which he does not deny himself. And he
3: and, and he carries that with him.
1: Yeah, and it's easy. Just it's just easy to make a villain out of him in real life, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like he, he's easy to uh, paint as a scapegoat.
3: Yeah, as a scapegoat. And the thing is, he's and I I I've read it many times that you know in this business you have to have some kind of an ego and he to run it. He has one of the biggest. Yeah, and he runs it like no one else. And That's
1: what I don't like about it. The whole thing, really. That it's egotistical? No, no, him. Parang um, it comes off as whiny, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It just comes off as whiny. You'll you'll see what I'm talking about. you will hear what sure. I'm talking about when you listen to it. But uh, are, are you guys done? Yeah. 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 We're good. I think um, in spite of all the discussion about punk, though, I think it's easy. Uh, I think we need to remember one important thing: that none of us can say for sure whether punk is full of shit. Or telling the truth, or how much of it is shit. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. None. None of us, from the outside looking in, from the bottom looking at the top, yeah, can say what is true or what is not true with regard to um, what he's saying. Uh Mm -hmm. And none of us really have the power to judge him based on the things he's saying. Yep. But what we do have is we have one side of the story. You know, we do have one side of the story. And, well, Vince is appearing on Steve Austin's podcast next week. I think week. this is
3: coming up on his podcast. Should next it week. be?
1: Should It, uh, it should come Austin's up. Gonna but, but gonna will, uh, uh, Willie, Austin's going to call sure. him out. He, Austin's call Austin's him out. Call will, him will he? I'm not sure. Austin's going to call him out. Will he bite? I'm not sure. It's the thing you're not sure if he's going to bite. It. He, as the head of a what, publicly traded company. Yeah. This is he, he going to buy gonna it?
3: Make, it's going to make forever
2: podcast. Yo, if ever, it's probably going to be a bunch of press releases lang on his part. You know, you know what I'm saying, right?
1: Unless, um, you know, he really goes all the way with it. But, well, Vince has been put on the spot. there. Eh?
3: Yo, yeah. You know,
2: I appreciate though that it's Austin who gets first dibs and not, let's say, Chris Jericho. As much as I love Jericho, I feel like... Austin can ask Punk. the
3: hard questions. Eh?
2: Yeah, tama isinabini eh, from what I read mm-hmm. about uh, what he said, that Jericho would probably be two truth ni McMahon in this scenario.
3: I Not a- so much, I think. No, I mean Jericho. But, no, Jericho. Jericho.
1: No, Jericho plays. Uh, Jericho plays for Team Jericho.
3: <laughs>
1: oh, I see what you
2: did there. Yeah. I see what you did there. No, um, I I disagree. But you know, let, let's just agree to disagree on that note. Yeah. Okay. And, and with that, I guess. It's no, 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 one last thing. One last thing. Sure, sure, sure.
1: There, but uh, don't you think the timing is kind of suspicious? The authority is gone from power. Yeah. Vince McMahon has a. No holds barred quote unquote <laughs> podcast with Steve Austin next week on Raw. Okay. Punk chooses today. today this week, this part of the week, to finally break his silence. Are you are you gonna call End this the new a new bit of a grand, sh- this is a grand work. It's a little bit of a little bit of a conspiracy theory conspiracy. again. a <laughs> It's like it's, it's, nice, it's it yeah, it's nice be to believe. It could be something. It could. Is this a grand work? I Yo, don't know. It could, but I'm not marking out
2: just yet. Unlike you two. All
1: right? I'm going to call bullshit. I'm not, I'm,
3: not even, I'm not even marking out. I'm just calling yeah, conspiracy yeah. theory. It's, it's, oh,
1: no, I just think it's interesting. Na, sure. Ta- yeah, yeah, it's good so timing.
3: good timing, but... It could just be thing.
1: very well fortuitous.
3: <laughs> is this the biggest slow burn of our generation? <laughs> I wow, don't know. Just, if it
1: is, though, it's not. Holy shit, if yes, good job. Yeah, yeah, If it is, is good job. Like... Everyone,
2: uh, everyone so well, bought it.
1: I, I would subscribe what it, what is, to the network. What is <coughs> if it were the greatest work ever? I would subscribe to no, the not network. Just that. What does that? What does it make punk? Does it make punk a heel, a face? What is he here? He would be our fucking heroes, bro. He is, okay, this is the thing. At yes, this, okay, you, we've, no, no, we've no, had
3: we've had two weeks straight of mind blowing realizations during the show.
1: Okay,
3: now this is this is my 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 call on this. If Punk is the fucking hero that we want him to be. No, wait.
1: If he if he is
3: our Batman. If he is our all Batman. Right, I'll let you finish. <laughs> if he is our Batman in this scenario and this is all I mean, the first the first few months of the the absence of Punk, we were calling it, Oh, it's just a giant work. Oh, he's gonna be back and then he got married and then we got to that point, right? Yeah. That we're just like, Okay, this is for real. He's not coming back.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah so what does that make him does that what make- does it if he comes does back I don't even know yeah but what does it make him you know him? what this makes him if what? he actually
2: comes back he's the real wrestling Jesus dude that's a long ass three days it's a long ass three days since I January no
1: but what does it make him a wrestling Jesus or a wrestling Satan I you think say- it makes him a wrestling Jesus really you think I, it makes oh him God. a face yeah why
2: cause people just want him to come back admit it deep no. in your heart no, you no. want
1: CM Punk to come back who doesn't want CM Punk no, to come I back can, oh you'd be surprised at how much, um, how much heat he'd gotten for doing this?
2: Okay, no shit. But <laughs> I think that at the end of the day, the more vocal section of the WWE yeah, universe, well, obviously.
1: yeah, that's true. Obviously. would
2: still love to have him come back. I'm part of that vocal section. He would be wrestling Jesus in my. Oh, book. No, I,
1: I realize now. Yeah, I think he would be coming back as a major face because even the snarkiest of fans would set would, that aside. Would would, would yeah, not 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 set it aside, but more of. I realized that if this was all a giant work, Punk would be the hero. And you were saying that uh, the Snarky is the Snarky too fast to set it aside. But no, I don't think it would be setting them. It would be them setting it aside. It would be more of them recognizing how brilliant the whole play was. Papi, this is the Lorenzo von Matterhorn of wrestling angles. That's right.
2: <laughs> no, 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 that's right. Well, well, very well played. Very well cited. And I guess that brings us to the end of this CM Punk discussion. I mean, feel free to chime in, but first listen. Listen yeah, to the you, Art, of yeah, Art of Wrestling
1: yeah, yeah. podcast to listen, because yeah. we love Cold Cabana. As, uh, whether you feel strongly for Punk or against Punk, as an educated wrestling fan, this is what as you have to As a smart. You need, before you form your own opinion on what Punk has to say, Hear or what he punk, has to say, or what Punk did, you have to listen to what he had to say. Then you go on from that, you take it as truth or a lie or but it's part but is up true basta basta narinig mo kasi mukha kang tanga kung hindi mo na rin nagtapas ang dami mo sinasabi ah sabi ng mga taga SGP gano-ganyan hindi uh, exactly. kasalanan na pa namin <laughs>
2: so even if you better listen to it listen to it so you have a, yeah. you know, you a first hand ex- experience of actually hearing it. yeah
1: and when you listen to it remember them whether you agree with it or disagree with it remember that you as an observer as a fan as someone who is not part of of that drama, of that situation, you have no way of telling whether it's true or false. So, or a giant work. Yeah, that's what I
2: said, and and that's basically where we leave it at. Now, feel free to chime in on on Twitter. It's at the SGP Podcast at Stan nine four seven for me individually, at Roa's War at Caveman Canvas. Oh, You
3: forgot
1: your Twitter handle, there, son.
3: <laughs> I was going to plug the at SGP Podcast.
2: So, anyway, uh, enough of the boneheadedness. We've got a very packed show for today. Uh, We have an interview, an exclusive, with the one and only Canto Terror of PWR. And we're also going to be talking about Survivor Series. Like we said, it's been an eventful week in wrestling. Like, what the flying fuck, right? So, we're going to be talking about that. And we're basically going to compare two of the biggest Survivor Series matchups that we've seen in this generation. And that's 2003. Versus 2014. That's all coming up in episode 34 of the SGP podcast. Sacked in the truth. Props if you forgot the reference. It's been a huge week in wrestling. We said it at the top of the podcast. Very, very eventful. And if you notice, we're not doing any of our regular segments. No spots and botches. No Bose Avenue. No kayfabe news update. None of that stuff for this week because we're zeroing in on the biggest event in wrestling this week, aside from the Punk Podcast or the Punk Reveal, basically Survivor Series 2014. Now, we talked about this leading into Survivor Series 2014. Uh, It's very reminiscent of Survivor Series 2003, particularly because a lot of the archetypes that are
1: present in 2003 were in 2014. And, well, I'm going to say it now. I feel that 2014 was better than the much-heralded 2003 match. Because in 2003, when at least people from
2: our generation, people from our age group talk about it, even if that's the first one you've seen, you really hold it in high regard. Because personally, that's the match that got me invested in wrestling. Like in terms of storytelling, I was so gripped by that 2003 match, and I hold it in such high regard. But now that I think about it, I find myself agreeing with that thesis statement.
1: Because I'm going to say say now that, um, do we compare it now? Right. Yeah. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two thousand three was for sure a much better wrestled match. It featured more mid card guys. So, um, and the mid card guys were workhorses then. Let uh, me run down. Um, on Team Austin, it was uh, Booker T, Dudley Boys, R- RVD. RVD, and Shawn Michaels. And Shawn Michaels. And on Team Bischoff, on you had Team Bischoff, he had Scott Steiner, Scott Steiner, Mark Henry, Christian, sure. Chris Jericho, and Randy Orton. So it w- those it was- guys. Are no slacks.
2: Yeah, none of those guys are slacks. Yeah, exactly. I think all of them were world champions at one point except for Devon. Yeah, D-Von. all of them were world champions yeah, at yeah. one point except for Devon Dudley. So. Oh, right. no, was Scott Steiner in a world champion? Was in he w- in WCW. WCW? I think he was. I think he was,
3: he was at some point.
1: Uh-huh. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. Showing our age yeah. or lack of it. <laughs> or maybe on TNA. Not that we watched. No, I <laughs> don't think he was a champion in TNA.
2: Okay, but moving on, yeah.
1: All right, he was a world champion. Right? Scott Steiner. Ch- yeah. Oh, yeah. hi. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. Wow, interesting. Damn, <laughs> so yeah,
2: nine out of the ten guys on in that match from 2003 ended up being world champions at at least one point in their career.
1: Yeah, um, well, okay, so no slacks there, as we said, no slouches, and but that said, the guys on this year's Survivor Series aren't bad as well. They're not bad But a lot of them are also
2: Quote-unquote Unproven commodities That's true Because you have a lot of them With big potential But eh. yeah. at the same time Unproven commodities Biggest example Eric fucking Rowan
1: Yeah And the main and, Well yeah Well they prove themselves As part of the White family And the main difference Between the two matches Was that One of them Is a main event spot A main event match Yeah And the other was a Almost event. But not there Yeah Guess which one it was 2003. Mm-hmm. 2003 was only around what? 27 minutes long, while uh, 2014 took up almost the entire 40. third hour.
2: Yeah. You know what? Now that I think about it, because I, uh, you know, just for context, I watched the 03 match earlier, like earlier on uh, Same in, today. Same here. And I didn't realize that it wasn't the main event. I actually forgot. Like, all this time, I'd been thinking that you knew main event. That's why, in my head, the uh, the 2003 match had so much gravitas. Not just because of the employment of Austin and Bischoff being on the line, but because I thought that it was in the main event.
1: Mm. But it wasn't. Yeah, well, you remember, kind of remember it differently, but I never did. I knew that the ending was the Buried Alive match between Vince and Taker. Which Bikes was to the Taker. top storyline at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it It's Vince, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah, and those are the two differences, and um, but there's one thing in common between both
2: matches. Ah, uh, Mark Henry. Mark Henry uh, <laughs> being on Team Authority, Team Heal both times.
1: Yeah, right? I don't and, think anybody. And it's,
2: it's a testament. It's a and testament. Not lasting
1: very long on both
2: matches. <laughs> That's true. Which is funny because as Raph was about to say, it's a testament to his longevity. Which is funny considering he was he's always been injury prone.
3: Yeah, I mean for. He, and he wasn't—he wasn't, you know—he wasn't starting out at the time of two thousand three. He was—he no, was around
2: a while. He was a grizzled veteran, dude. He fucking yeah. outlasted Christian at this point. Yeah, and like Christian came back already, yeah. Yeah, well, Christian got, came back. Christian's but, not done yet. No, but yeah,
3: Christians. But
2: semi on the shelf. He's like Derek fucking Rose, you know. Sorry, really?
1: Man. No. Yeah. D-Rose is... But, uh, no, again, Daniel, Bryan, both, is Derek Daniel Rose. Bryan is very They're both starting. not retired. No, Daniel Bryan is not D-Rose yet. He's former MVP?
3: Former MVP that's no, I former know, world champion? Dan and
1: I talk, talked about this before. Okay. But, uh, you know, Daniel Bryan hasn't been start and stop as much as D-Rose is. Okay, okay. fine. Okay, fine. fine,
2: fine. Alright, so going back to the matches, uh, let's talk about how... You know, they, uh, I like how Raph brought it up right before we hit record. 2014 Survivor Series match, all of these guys had supposed roles. If not archetypes, but they had supposed roles that they all set out to fill. And there are the obvious ones, like Dolph Ziggler's the underdog. Yeah. You know, he was like, uh, he's basically what Daniel Bryan was at the start of 2014. You had John Cena, who supposedly called The triumphant hero. hero. Right. Uh, you had the unstoppable force in Rusev. Um, you had... Ryback who's a potential trader because the build up focused on him being just part of Team Ryback and not really part of Team Anything Else mm-hmm. uh, who else he had uh, Seth Rollins the golden boy of the Authority Luke Harper the wild card on Team Authority I think the wild card role is something that's uh, severely yeah. underrated you know if you ask me uh, he had Eric Rowan which is also the wild card in Team Cena. but the even wilder wild card wilder oh, wild card I like that oh. I like that uh, Mark Henry Who? Well, we didn't he's really... muscle he's muscle we didn't understand his role until he actually got eliminated. Yeah. But he's probably the surprise elimination when you think about it. Mm. Yeah. Uh, who else? Uh, Big Show, who was the surprise Benedict Arnold of the match. Yeah. And, well, there's Kane, who's a lackey. Lackey number right? one. <laughs> uh, I, I loved it when Roe was tweeting, tweeting Survivor Series, apparently. Damn it, Hunter, just replace Kane
1: already if you really want to win. Niba? Yeah. It's his, as JBL said, it's his team. Niba? Why doesn't he take control? And. If you're an evil boss, you would just stack the odds however way you need to which he so you might did, well, which he did later uh, on he should have first of all. Included uh J and J security. Thank you for saying that to me. Yeah J and J Security after two guys went down.
2: It was basically an eight on five match waiting to happen. And it would have uh pushed Ziggler more, you know, pushed Ziegler more to the top. Not saying that I'm complaining about what happened to Dolph Ziggler. I loved it. Loved it. You know that. Um I, I would be the first to complain if he was the first one eliminated, but in this scenario with the build and everything, and the need for a number two face. I think there was no chance in hell that Dolph Ziggler would be eliminated first or early, for that matter. If ever he would have been Shawn Michaels from 2003, na, kahuli huling which almost happened because it was a one on three in the end. But
1: surprise, surprise, surprise,
2: surprise! Dolph Ziggler pulls
3: rabbits out of the hat
1: as usual, and I think that was a better, that was a better home stretch than the HVK home stretch. Yeah. Uh, for one thing, uh, the 27-minute uh, format of the O3 match compressed the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. And it felt very fast-paced. It felt upon, yeah, yeah. And upon better working, way. but fast-paced. Um, not enough big not moments. Enough breathing. Uh, no, it didn't, didn't it.
2: breathe as much.
3: But it I like the whole
1: not enough big moments thing. Yeah. And uh, uh, the O3 match, people were just getting eliminated left and right, and it was no big deal. And I think. Uh, in the two, 2014 match, when people got eliminated... It was a bigger deal. It was frustrating for both uh, for both sides. Of yeah. And you could feel that the arena was buzzing. Every time someone got the 1-2-3, it was like,
2: Ooh, Oh, shit. shit! You felt it. I heard it. I was streaming yeah. it and I heard it. And,
3: and there, was, there, was yeah. a lot of, there was a lot of pressure. You could feel pressure building. That's the thing that with this match. Eh?
2: To quote Michael Cole, you could cut the tension in the air with a knife. And you could do that with every finisher that was hit and every elimination. You're quoting Michael Cole now,
1: and he quotes, and, and I he quotes.
0: quotes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, um, from the very first knockout punch that was uh, yeah. thrown to Mizark.
1: Even though uh, the O three match was better wrestled. I think the fact that there were more wrestlingy things going on in the fourteen match, like yeah. shenanigans. Yeah, shenanigans. There were more shenanigans going there was on. So more much st- more drama, storyline things going on. More, more yeah, yeah. yeah shenanigans is the best word, I guess, <laughs> sorry, I was trying to pull out another word from my ass, but yep. uh the more shenanigans makes it more interesting. Yeah, yeah, for one, young layers... It's more dramatic.
2: I like the layers that they added by having personal feuds, like the Rowan Harper feud mm. that's already building up. And mm. they
3: teased it so much during the match.
2: And when they finally got to it, you're like, holy shit. And then... It's happening. Yeah, it's happening, right? Uh, Anupabang, are the feuds? Like, even the big show, Mark Henry. I think that was some... It, it, it was, was like was a quick, big it elephant. Was
3: quick, it was a quick elimination.
2: It was an elephant in the room that needed to be addressed.
3: Yeah, which they did with a knockout
2: punch since we're talking about show and the knockout punch how about the knockout punch around the world that's true That one that he threw uh, to John Cena because a lot of people um, have well they've they've got differing opinions on the matter when I watched it I was happy because finally Cena got knocked out and eliminated and I wanted to see that happen I wanted to see John Cena get his ass kicked for being hashtag scumbag Cena but Which we about talked about last week on the podcast. Yes, we did. So I got my wish. Thanks, Vince. What do you guys think about uh, Cena getting eliminated
1: fifth? And in the way that he did. As I was saying, I was um rewatching this, Canina in preparation for this discussion. And I noted, and I already know this before, but I noted this morning that eliminating Cena was the smartest thing whoever is in charge of booking did for this match. I say... Things got a whole lot more interesting, a whole different level more of interesting the moment that Cena was out. Because uh, you would expect it. You would expect Cena as the team, as the captain of Team Cena. Lol, Cena wins. Yeah. yeah. And not just Lol, Cena wins. But uh, you would expect that he would be the last guy on his team. Yep. But it did not happen that way. They gave the shot to someone else. Yeah. Someone we did like to see. And but the- somebody
3: we didn't expect.
1: Yo and Papi, the hero we don't deserve. <laughs> no, pero, um, CM Punk isn't the hero you don't deserve <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 no But yeah, the, but the mere fact that they even went with Ziggler for the last stretch and not Cena Was really interesting say, for the first time in a long ass time, we got something new It's a star maker moment <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's a star maker moment and It was on par as the... Main event at WrestleMania 30 where they managed to finally pull the trigger on Bryan on in the title match. If yeah. there's one thing I didn't
2: like though, fine, there are two things. One, when the referees were down, why didn't John Cena just come out and help help Dolph Ziggler? Number two, Dolph Ziggler won. Right? He come back, Cena. <laughs> he was supposed to be the sole survivor and yet John Cena comes out and hugs Ziggler. If I'm Dolph Ziggler, I'd be like... Fuck you, asshole. You, you didn't do nothing. You never did shit on Raw. You never did shit on SmackDown. You never did shit right here. What right do you have to fucking hug me? You know what? Happy, that's happy, that's future storyline material.
1: Happy. When you nigga don't do nothing for you,
2: <laughs> this bro ain't loyal. But yeah, I'm um, going back to the Big Show. You could see in the way that he acted. I, I, I mean, you know, say what you want about Big Show. Say what you want about him turning heel and face as if he's flip flopping through Havaianas. Um. <laughs> Say what you want about that, but he's still a very, very good actor. Yes, and, and um, I think everybody has noted by now the hesitation with which he cocked that knockout punch.
3: Yeah, but the thing is, big show, big shows, not this too many times. There's a, there's what's diminishing returns on his heel um, turns. economic
2: style, but
3: it, this, this is the thing. Oh, yeah, it's
1: it's,
2: too it's much, been,
3: right? it's been done to death. We've right. seen show turn. Over too many times that he's a fucking rotisserie chicken, and the thing
1: is, <laughs> <laughs> the thing <laughs>
2: is, <laughs> yeah, we'll
3: feed him more. But the thing is, show's done it to death. No, but show, yeah, he he didn't, didn't am-
2: have to do it. No,
1: no. If, I mean, if it was if it was Ryback, would you have enjoyed it? No, I would have expected it. No, for that reason, because he's been turned so much. In the past few weeks leading up to Survivor Series, that it is more overdone than Show's own, you know, dimin- diminishing returns in his turns. Ito, for Dimi- context, diminishing Anna.
2: turns. For context, for context, <laughs> Show has been a face for over a year now, over a calendar year. The last time he was a heel was right around WrestleMania twenty nine, and the with fallout. the ironclad contract. Um, not really ironclad contract storyline. More of nung yung question marks shield storyline. Ah yeah. Up with Randy Orton and Sheamus, he was yeah, still a he heel at the, mark at the time. He disappeared for a while, and then when he came back shortly after Summerslam to save, uh, I think to save Daniel Bryan was it from yep. the Shield. Yep. That's when he turned face. So mga one year plus end. So while medyo na nga yung ni Big Show. It's about time. It's it's been a while. Parang yeah. That's what I said. Na exactly. rin yung niya.
1: And um. It was perfectly timed, the and it was perfectly sold. It wasn't the kind of turn. Uh, it was, ran- it was random, yes, but it wasn't. You know, it wasn't senseless. You True. could see, the say, in, parang I'm doing this for me. I'm doing this for my family. I don't know if uh, you should go see it again. At least that point, that 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 moment where he knocked Cena out before he did it. It was, parang he hesitated. He was reluctant to do it. Um, before he did it, he paused. He looked over to the authority, then to Sina, then to authority, then to Sina. It indecisive. Siya. And in the end, he chose to knock out his captain because he thought that siding with the authority would have been a better deal. Because at that point, they were like two on three. As brilliant as that is, as brilliant as acting, you know,
2: as a as, as like form of acting that was, ito pring sa good papi ironclad contract contract. Eh. <laughs> I don't get it. I'm sorry, but it just has It's
3: a continuity thing. Yeah,
2: it's a continuity issue. Thanks, Kamus. Diba, it's a fucking ironclad contract. Like, I get it. I appreciated it for what it was worth. I just don't appreciate the fact that Big Show should be as comfortable as John fucking Cena.
3: But well, here's the thing: at the end of the day, Big Show chose poorly.
1: Yes, yeah, true. That is like the king of bad decisions right there. Worst decision he could have made. Because
3: after that see si Papi Ziegler.
1: No, did anyone else think it was weird na? okay, he turned on Team Cena. Couldn't he just spend the rest of the match on the other side? Or or Bawa's No, he had, and...
3: he had to get himself eliminated. No no no. I think no. Michael Cole Michael Cole brought it up that, oh, you're right, you're that right. like once Big Show walked out, he said subsequently Big Show will be counted out. But they didn't make the announcement that he was counted out. Ah, because... Um, b- because there would still be a sole survivor, which would be no, technically, show.
1: technically, within the laws of the match, oh, yeah, within the, laws, yeah, within of the, the match, laws of the match,
3: he'd still within be... Within the laws
1: of the contract, yeah. Yeah, he'd yeah. still
3: be a participant in the match, so he has to eliminate himself. That's true. Okay, o- okay, so that, yeah. that's so that, he
2: can't do a Cody Road circa 07. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, was, that weird. was weird. that was weird. Weird as fuck.
1: But
3: then there, so, yeah, to eliminate himself, he has to remove himself
1: from the match, the match which he did which which does help the authority. Then. So now like, that we're he knocked out two guys in one turn. Yeah,
3: two guys in one turn.
2: Right, right. Uh, since we're still talking about Big Show, can you just talk a little bit about how on raw he came out and explained something and you know, he did it well. Like he really genuinely believed that you know, he, he had a reason, he had motivations for his turn. And it's something Chris Jericho would identify as one of the best things a heel can do if you read his book and if you listen to his podcast. But he always says that the best heels are the people who really believe in what they say and what they do. And All you good see that, villains, actually. Yeah, you could see that in Big Show. Pero I have a gripe, and I'm sure you guys sh- uh, share this gripe, okay, he didn't mention Scumbag Cena. True. That's, true. that's true. It would have been a good reason for his turn.
3: Big, okay, this is the thing. No one's mentioned scumbag Cena. Yeah, nobody. Nobody. If this is because, um, you know, creatives holding them back and the firing, hey, make sure you don't bring up Cena because he needs to do more children things, then by all means. But the thing is, somebody at some point is going to bring it up. Somebody should have brought it up already. But maybe, I mean, maybe it's future material. Maybe it's bulletin board material that they work out in the future. But for now, I can let it slide.
2: Hey, if it sets up like Cena versus Ziggler in the future where Cena actually I gets want the I, yeah, I, I sure. want
3: that. I want that and that's that could be Dolph's biggest gripe at that time. Apparently.
2: Where were where you when were I needed you? you? Yeah.
3: Where were you? For so long. I was like this. I was the underdog. You're supposed to be the underdog. You're supposed to be helping everyone out. Why aren't you? Hold
1: on, I think that um they they really are positioning Ziggler to be the number one face one day. Someday. Right, if, if Bri- when I'm awfully low, uh, when Brian's gone, when Cena's gone, yeah, Cigler can take over. I, I don't know. The guy is just too good to be a heel because nobody wants to boo him. This generation's
3: Shawn Michaels.
1: Do we? I want is, it the, is it
3: fair to him to say I that want about him? him to be this generation? No, but Michaels. is it fair to him to
1: say that? Is, is it, it fair to Shawn to say that? No, 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 not yet. Not yet. No, who? who gives a shit about what Shawn thinks? But, uh, is it because Shawn's retired? Fine. So, but is it fair to Ziggler because he's working his ass off to only be called what this year, this generation Shawn Michaels? I don't think so. Why? Uh, but but I don't think so. But but I know it's a, an. Yeah, honor. I know it's that's a compliment. Why
3: he fits the mold of the pretty boy who's working his ass off. Who uses the super kick to amazing things, but...
1: No, he doesn't finish matches with the superkick. He doesn't kick. finish
3: matches with the super kick, but he has a great super kick. Yeah, but he has a badass... A, a bad finisher, not a badass one, but just a plain bad, bad finisher. Bad finisher, but that's the thing. Ziggler is good enough to be on Shawn Michaels' level. Not this generation, but on his level. Not just yet, but it's getting there. Getting there. That's why. That's what I'm saying. He can be that guy. Now, I don't think he can be a heel, though.
1: Anymore. Not, anymore. Not anymore. I know he's a natural. Jerk I mean, fan. I mean, maybe
2: two, three years down the road, maybe. But like in a shocking heel turn, panaganon.
1: Yeah, like just for the sake of
2: you know shocking the fuck out of people. But what yeah, else?
3: let's 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 get towards the end of the match where it was
2: Ziggler against the last three
3: of the Authority,
2: which yeah, would Kane, be Kane, Luke Harper, and Seth Rollins. Uh, it, it was basically a hopeless cause. You know, he fought valiantly to try to even it even it up back to one one, kind of like what Shawn Michaels did some uh, eleven years ago. And then Sting comes out. Well, of good course, my shenanigans, yeah, my shenanigans care of Triple H, right? Uh, the Triple H and uh, the, the referee Scott Armstrong, you know, inserting himself oh. again, and you know, that you was, could really actually, tell
3: that was actually good continuity on their end, bringing out Scott Armstrong, which is great. Though. It
2: was great. No, don't great. get me wrong.
3: I, I I had to call it out. The no, props to creative for remembering that they had Scott Armstrong as the dick referee,
2: right? And then the stinger comes out, and then Michael Cole forgets what to call the Scorpion Death Drop, or he doesn't know at all. He, he, know, he
3: just kept. He just kept. It's stinger. It's stinger. stinger! Stringer! Stringer the stinger The stinger drop.
2: Triple
1: H. No, he I, what, I forgot he the name of the move. This is what he said after the scorpion death drop. Stinger strikes. <laughs> <laughs> no. What's even funnier is that okay? Scott Armstrong. Our uh, our uh, Triple H hits the pedigree on Zolf Sigler. Yeah. Scott Armstrong counts one, two. Sting's music plays, and he turns around. And is like, what? <laughs> and if okay, and I've I've seen a lot of people mention this. Yeah. But if you were a hunter, wouldn't you just let you know tell Scott to hey, finish don't mind this guy's music, stick the pin. Hashtag wrestling logic. Hashtag wrestling logic. it's just it was
3: hilarious. A dude was
1: knocked out for so long, right? Yeah. Okay. So wait. Wait. Yeah.
3: Not just okay. Not just dude was knocked out for so long. Stephanie McMahon took a fifteen-minute ringside bump. And she was out until the lights came back on. It's hilarious.
2: I'm sorry, she was out longer than anyone else. But now that we're talking about Sting, I think uh, it, it's good to mention at this point. Now, when you take a look at Survivor Series 2014, particularly this match, aside from Dolph Ziggler's push in this match, the lasting impact and legacy will probably will most probably be how the debut of Sting. Yeah, the long-awaited debut of Sting. The unexpected debut of Sting yeah actually. that's right because nobody saw it coming like I was waiting for Randy Orton to come out honestly
1: well, well uh, it was rumored that he was there Yeah, no he was there he was no, he no, was I, backstage I mean, yeah um, when you say nobody was expecting him it's because you maybe did not read the spoilers before the show yeah I, I try spoilers, not to not the rumors, the rumors I try not to but,
3: and but here's the thing here's the thing Sting is for all of you who do know that Sting was the longest holdout for WWE,
1: for one reason, or for another. one
3: yeah, for one reason or another, this debut and this kind of impact on a match of this caliber is surprising to say the least. I mean, sure you could have done it, you know, closer to the WrestleMania build-up. but this is
1: surprising on the WWE's part. And uh, minute, it's fine because it doesn't make Ziggler look superhuman to the, fact, to, the to the point na like Super Cena, yeah, like Super yeah. Cena. Na, you just you know, magically keep you know kicking out a two and a half, and after after every finisher from the opponent that that you've been given, it makes at least it humanizes Ziggler to to a degree which he needs, which yeah, he is needs. great, which is
2: great. Because um, I don't know, it's good to mention that na ating magiging legacy 2014 match. Because the 2003 match, when you think about it, its only legacy was really um, on the surface. Yung kayfabe employment ni Eric Bischoff or ni Steve Austin, but now that you know you've taken some years away from that match, yung lasting impact niya is that's the last we saw of regular Austin. Like after that match, Steve Austin was basically just a special, special attraction. Feature. Yeah, right. He'd come back. I mean, he, he would, would come, come back, back every now and then. Yeah. pero only really for big moments or only for some some storyline whatever or promotional stuff. Right, right. So that's the lasting impact of the 2003 match, but the 2014 match, I think, has a bigger impact in the grander scheme of things. Basically because Sting is officially a WWE superstar. He's officially yeah. entered the WWE Yeah, Yuna alone,
1: Yuna, Yuna alone is enough to put it over the top, uh, over uh, 2003. 2003. Because of that moment alone. I even
2: think. if you forget card placement. Even if you forget Jung, uh, the ranks of the superstars involved in both matches. Yeah,
1: how, how good they were.
2: Right. Um, it's under... It's negated by the Sting debut. appearance
1: and the fact that it was just really a brilliantly told story. Yes, I think that I think we should not forget that. I think uh, people are complaining then because of how Sting might have overshadowed Ziggler. Yeah, Ziggler's gusty performance. But yes. uh, well, here's how I'd like to put it: before Sting showed up, I was holding on to every kickout Ziggler did. True. Okay. Same but here. I'm, Same here, man. But you would think that Sting's appearance would make me, you know, type and tweet in all caps. But I was tweeting in all caps just just before it anyway. On Ziggler's solo performance. Because it
3: okay, if you when we rank it towards the end of, you know, his career, this is one of his best moments. This should be one of his best moments. Ziggler, right? For Ziggler, for Ziggler. Yeah, yeah. This is one of the highlights of your career. You are the sole survivor and you technically eliminated four guys. Tying the record of Roman Reigns Of
2: one Roman Reigns That's right Somebody ought to mention it Like officially Because I'm, I'm the one Who's been forwarding this In Survivor Series Now When you think about it Ziggler fucking eliminated Four guys And I'm counting the Rusev elimination Because Rusev got counted out After crashing through An announced table who was he hoping to cr- uh, to crash on? Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler. And Ziggler made his way back right before the count ten, and Rusev so, didn't.
3: Which should count as his win, technically.
2: Yeah, but, the, but the, actually, it, in a, in a normal one on one match, Ziggler would have beaten Rusev by count out. Therefore, in this survival match, yeah, it should be credited to Dolph Ziggler.
3: And that's the thing, yeah. This is a career performance for Ziggler. In hindsight, yeah, in hindsight, it is. and when you were watching it, you had that feeling. I mean, Roja said it. Ziggler was amazing. Ziggler was more
1: than his amazing self. I think that was the beauty of the match, eh? that aside from Sting and his appearance, they also gave us a memorable stretch with Ziggler and his gutsy performance. But on those two things, just put it over the top. And it's funny how, you know, we're such big marks for this match right now,
2: considering that we had a lot to shit on in the story. To the point that the story no, it's was not still perfect. being written. It's not yo, perfect. It wasn't yo. perfect. It's not perfect, but it still needs to be pointed out that they were still adding stipulations to the fucking story on, on the, the pay-per-view. pay-per-view itself. That's true. Like, like, they the the Like if we were doing spots and botches, I would be bitching about it. But we're not. But, but, we're, but not. we're not. But I'm so bitching about it because, <laughs> it should have been written down pat. Now, I'm not sure if you know they didn't really flesh it out or if they deliberately planned to like introduce the stipulations in installments. I have a problem with that because but from the get-go, they established now what's
1: on the line. Para everything, all the parameters are set. You don't know what it is, though. I mean, like, uh, yeah, Vince said that Cena is the only one who can bring the authority back. Chekhov's gun. <laughs> I was gonna say that, but sorry. No, but um, before I say that, I'm just gonna say that it doesn't make sense in a vacuum. But it's some—it's a Chekhov's gun because, for sure, if not, they're not gonna use it now. They're gonna use it some other time. And why introduce something that bizarre when you're not gonna use it? True. Yeah, but that's—that's that's why it's a Chekhov's gun. Right, right. And I don't know. Um.
2: I'm hoping it leads to a Cena heel turn. Because, uh, you said it yourself last week on the podcast. And, you know, for some reason, that Joe the Grappler guy also mentioned it on Rappler. <laughs> he also mentioned it. Oh, he said it was I, I have no idea who that uh, that guy is. But, you know, once we once yeah, he
3: Yeah, she has a good point. He makes a good week. point.
1: This week, he does. does I mean, he always make a
2: good point? We should invite him on the show. Uh, he's a mark for Cena, that's for sure. Yo, Joe the Grappler, you're improving. He's Come a mark for Cena, but he, he's a Cena apologist, bro. Papi, he trashed Cena. Once. He's an apologist. Once. Once. Yes.
3: Right? It shouldn't be enough. No, it's no, not enough. It's it's not. Okay, wait. Uh, Joe the grappler aside, let's get back on topic. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know, Chekhov's gun.
1: Yeah. Uh, it's weird though. No, no. It's just biz- I'm saying the stipulation is bizarre in a vacuum. So it must certainly be used. Down uh, the line? Uh, down the line. Like, but how not, much further down the line? I don't know. I guess when things get worse, worse enough to necessitate like what, like okay. how okay. bad can things be that they would necessitate I, it? Okay, I don't like, know.
3: This, I mean, this is the first. Nobody knows. This, this is the first week, the first post-raw of this show. We got Daniel Bryan as as acting GM, and at the end of the show, we got the return of the anonymous raw GM,
2: which would suck. which would suck, Papa.
3: And that, and my feeling is like the, the like just basing it on wrestling logic. Which, of course, doesn't really matter. Yeah, for one, I for one a laptop. Eh? Exactly, this
2: <laughs> this laptop. <laughs> this laptop. <laughs> <laughs> I want Edge to come back and <sighs> like just destroy that laptop again.
3: But here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. They might make things so bad, so bad that you know the only recourse is to bring back the authority, and only Cena can make it happen. And you know uh, that means to say now the authority is the lesser evil. But how can it be? I mean, they make they might make things shitty, but it's not like Brock Lesnar is destroying everyone
2: on the spot. Yeah, left and right, the but yeah. Well, we don't know that yet. So
1: no, no, so, but yeah, it's me, a probable yeah, yeah, scenario. Yeah, it's, a prob- it's a probable scenario that no. Well, the ideal scenario, is that the authority secretly backs the return of Lesnar, and then and then they would be they the would only force guys. Themselves in. No, no, no. The authority would well, the former authority, but I should say. Are the only people who could stop brizak okay that's why Cena has to bring them back so he so, ni, nila, that's when Brock can stop his rampage, I guess, but ha, how do how they're going to do it i don't I know. don't know we don't know I
2: don't see it happening just because and just for the sake of argument, di ba nga the authority and Paul Heyman they ruined their business relationship. true so, true that's that's how do you contact Rock Lesnar now, or how do you get through to the beast if the gatekeeper to the beast is now
1: an enemy as well?
3: I like how you. I don't know. I like how you play. Again, I don't know. I I
1: did not write this story. It currently does not make all that much sense to me. But it will. It it should.
2: Hopefully, it's not. It will. It should. It should. Because if it doesn't, we're still fucked and we'd still bitch about this. Okay. Um. Just last last thing for the
3: night. Sure. On Survivor Series. Sure. When does Sting come? Prediction. That's the thing. Uh, and in what capacity?
1: Well, he has to explain himself has and why to explain he did his what actions. He
2: did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But because in the I was expecting Sting to come out, if not in the opening segment, then in, in the closing the segment, right? yeah. Just to really explain what went down and you know who he really plays for, so to speak. It felt so lacking kasi, Uh just like what Joe the grappler mentioned about AJ sorry about Brie not explaining her actions in the Divas Championship match readers aren't supposed to be left to explain on their own why things are done by characters you
1: have to follow up on the momentum right away yeah not 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 a week after two weeks after as immediately. You see, people are hanging on by this thread, man. I was waiting for yeah, the thing exactly. appearance. Yeah, exactly. Because, like, okay, at the start... Button, but, uh, yo, it's nice, but, yo, why did you do it? Oh, we yeah. want to know.
3: Because, like, at the start, you know, at the start of Raw, authority said that, ooh, Sting's appearance changes the entire landscape. And I was like, okay, cue Sting. Cue Sting. Cue Sting?
1: Nope. Where's Sting? Where's Sting? Oh, we got Wrestling Jesus, though.
3: True. We got Wrestling I, Jesus. I'm not
1: complaining about Daniel And, hey, now.
3: Daniel... Okay, Daniel Bryan being back is good for everyone, but the thing is, I just want them to wrestle again. Yeah, everybody does.
1: Everybody does. He's he's getting there. He's working his
2: way back. I hope so. I hope in, in time for the Rumble. And with that, uh, I guess that's that's going to do it for us, um, for this discussion at least. You know, comparing 2014 and 2003, I think it's pretty obvious by now. Now, we don't have to repeat our thesis statement. 2014 is greater than 2003. In, uh, the Survivor Series matchup, you know. Story-wise. Story-wise, impact, legacy.
1: Um, it's think, all about the story. Yeah. Really at the end of the, the day, have remember good wrestling, the story. And good wrestling can fix some sins. But if you don't make people remember by way of the story. Yeah. It's you're never worthless. gonna. You're never gonna get something memorable.
2: And you know, at the end of the day, the biggest impact in the fabric of the WWE mythos was created by Sting, pun mm. intended. Mm. And that's that's why, at the end of the day, the 2014 Survivor Series match trumps the 2003 Survivor Series match. But what do you think? Let us know. You know, we
1: could have differing opinions. Uh, at some point, we just all agreed. We all have differing opinions on, on something. We um, yeah. about this, about Punk. You have to tweet us because we're in such a huge week right now. Yeah. It's one of those discussion For more reasons weeks, than one.
2: Yeah. One of the best weeks in wrestling just because of Ever. the amount of things to talk about. So hit us up on Facebook. Hey, we're on social media. Like us on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash the SGP podcast. On Twitter, it's at the SGP podcast. And if you want to tweet us, call any of us a dick or an asshole or a really smart guy, you're free to do that. <laughs> Mine is at Stan947. At Rose War. At Caveman Madgamos. So yeah, so many ways for you to get in touch with us, and you can also also rate the podcast. Let us know what you think. Let us know if we're improving your lives, making it better, or if we're a waste of your time each week. In which case, I have no idea why you're downloading this. Download,
3: subscribe, and listen.
2: And now we'd like to introduce our guest for this week on the SGP podcast. You know, we've been so excited to have him, and finally, we've got him on this week's episode of the SGP podcast, straight from Cantotino here in Mandaluyong City. The one, the only. Beer Drinking, Street Fighting, Kanto Terror. Episode 34 of the SGP Podcast rolls on and sobra excited kami to have this guest. Matagal na namin siyang iniimbita and we're so happy na pinaunlakan niya ang aming imbitasyon. Pinaunlakan! Siyempre, dapat malinaw, di ba? dapat malinaw, diba? Alright, <laughs> uh buyan! Alright, enough of the fooling around. Let's get down to business with our guest for tonight on the SGP Podcast. For the Please first well. time ever! Ever! The one, the only, from Canto Tino in Barangay 69 in Mandaluyong City. Canto Terror! Woo!
0: Good evening. That's in English, in Tagalog. Magandang gabi in Martian Glyph Gork.
2: <laughs> <laughs> parang ah, halatang hindi sober si Canto
0: no pumasok sa dito. Na Sun lang. <laughs> <laughs> Bakit Sun Migg lang, papi? Siyempre, baka magwala o pagganit.
3: Para in close space pa naman tayo ngayon.
0: <laughs> Baka ma pa ka security dito. Okay, <laughs> mahirap na. malang equipment dito. Yeah, yeah mahirap yeah. na. Tama.
2: Yeah. Di naman natin ito binabayaran. Uh, thank you nga pala sa Melo 94.7 for always letting us use their equipment. <laughs> Maaga ang pag! <flag. laughs> siyempre, dapat-dapat laging meron. Uh, but Kanto Terror, siyempre, welcome dito sa S3P Podcast. Uh, like we said, Sayamat. matagal na namin gustong ma-interview ma- si Kanto Terror. Now, uh, para sa mga listeners na hindi pa nakikilala si Kanto Terror, paki-introduce naman ang na salili mo.
0: Well, uh, uh, first of all, ako po si Kato Terror, ang siga ng Kanto Tinio Street, Barangay 69, Mandaluyong City.
2: Alam mo ba, Kitty, nang na Kanto uh, Tinio, malapit lang dito, 'di ba?
0: Yeah, malapit lang.
2: So hindi ka nahirapan hanapin yung hmm. Paragon. Oo, yeah,
0: yeah. Actually, isang kaunting laaran lang 'to, pero pag gano pag lasing oh, ginagapang ko. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
2: Okay, so uh, I think na establish na natin na si Kanto Terror mahidik talaga uminom pero papi ano ba yung drink of choice mo?
0: Drink of choice, marami, eh. pero most ano ko is eh, Red Horse, saka gin bilog. Okay, hindi ko kanto. Ah, minsan, pag, ino, pag medyo maramihan sige, 4 mm. cantos minsan pa nga, niya li, yung malaki <laughs>
2: <laughs> pero buti na lang nakakapag-wrestling ka na nakainom ka, nalasing ka o na parang may hangover ka, paano mo nagagawa? kasi iba nga, kahit na wala pang iniinom nahihirapan ng makipag-wrestling
0: doon lakas ko eh, ewan ko bakit
2: Red Horse,
0: diba? yeah, Red Horse, Red Horse ah, minsan, inebra ayun, Jean Capitan
2: Nakuha ba hindi na yung tanong ni ah, one okay, more time okay, okay. yeah
0: red horse red horse bar red horse yeah red
1: horse red horse my favorite eh ano nangyari pag ano pag iba mo kung hindi, alak, hindi alak, kung hindi klaseng 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 alak ano kung hindi alak ano
0: nangyari mo kamay ko tapos parang
1: pero Kung, kung a rindi beer. Ibang
2: alak.
0: Ibang alak.
1: Kung like, tequila. Ibang like, mo tequila. Ah. Pag tequila
0: peeling ko, ako si el santo. <laughs> <laughs> Ay, ano I wait, parang mili padaw sa eri. Eh. Sang so, okay. yung iluchador, gah? Yeah. Exactly. So using that
3: logic, kung ano. So, kung sake, sake naman. Kung sake naman. Ano, wa, soju one shot? Sake so, one shot.
0: Masake one shot. Uh, Sake na lang ako Kasi pagsake Feeling ko ako si Inoki <laughs> <laughs>
2: Okay So ano talaga sa so, nagbabago yung Anyo mo
0: Oo anyu. Actually pag ano eh ka vodka style ko
2: <laughs> <laughs> So tama, tama ba Pag in namin Dito sa SGP podcast Kanta Terror Na pag uminom ka na alak Doon mo na yung Isang daong porsyentong lakas Oo Masakto <laughs> Okay. Uh, ano, ano naman yung wrestling style mo para sa mga hindi pa nakakapanood na isang Kanto Terror match?
0: Well, ang style ko lang, basically, ano lang, parang basagulo lang kung anong, ma-ano, kung anong, kung anong matira ko sa kalaban. Parang brawling ba? Okay. kung kumbaga.
2: So, mahili ka rin sa mga away Kanto?
1: Yeah,
0: of course. Yeah, I see, guy. Yeah. Okay.
2: So paano ka napunta sa paano na sa PWR eh, kung araw-araw naman nakikipagsapakan ka na nakikipag uh, nanggugulo ka na ng tao sa mga sa mga kanto, sa mga eskinita, paano ka na mapapasok sa PWR?
0: Actually, hilig ko ang wrestling talaga. Eh. Um tapos parang may gusto kong patunayan na dilaw siga sa kanto tie nyo. Gusto kong patunayan na ako ay sa PWR. Hmm.
2: So meron na bang nag-challenge sa pagkasiga mo sa PWR?
0: well um, ayun si siyempre yun sa nangyari last renaissance si ang namayapang si Epita <laughs> at si <laughs> at si, ano, si Nelson Jr. na naging friend so, ko ngayon, <laughs> na kayo buhay pa rin buhay
2: pa so, rin tropa na kayo ni Nelson Jr. siyempre
0: <laughs> drinking body kayo tapos basketball kami ay stubbing ang pustahan <laughs> <laughs> na hawak basketball ka
1: ba habang lasing?
2: Kaya! <laughs> Talaga, ano klaseng laro? Ha? Ah,
1: eh, no blood, no foul. <laughs> <laughs> siyempre.
2: Larong buko.
0: Larombu, pete.
2: Hoy. <laughs> okay. Ah, uh, na-mention na- natin na nung Renaissance Bana kalaban mo si Nelson Jr. at si Epitapas. Yes. Nagwagi ka. Pero okay. siyempre, pagkatapos ng laban ninyo, lumabas naman si Main Max. At meron din siyang gustong patunayan kaya ginombag niya kayin dalawa.
0: Hay nako. Diyan na babatik do sa uh, ano eh nawawalan anak ni Jimmy Santos ngayon eh. <laughs> so,
1: Pero, gusto, wait, gusto sabihin, <laughs> ko sabihin na ng inyo ang John sa podcast
2: natin. <laughs> mayon every week we're trying something new. okay so. Uh, Katie ano naman nang serye medyo delayed daw kasi nung September pa nangyari yung Renaissance. Yeah. Pero pare ano ba re- reaction mo sa ginawa ni Maine sa inyong tatlo?
0: Masakit eh. Actually, masakit. Kahit sing? Yeah. Masakit, masakit yung chok, ma'am. Yeah, mas masakit yung ganyan eh. Kaya pitap yun yung niya eh. <laughs> <laughs> Dadalhin sana namin sa mga ati, med, na wala, wala akong pera, wala rin pera si Inelson Jr. kaya hospital ng mga na lang.
3: Na osmock? Na Pero, <laughs> pero may overpriced ano, may overpriced machinery pa sila. <laughs>
2: So, ano nangyari? Uh, so, ayun, uh, bumasok si Mainmax, tapos na-demolish kayo uh, A- yung tatlo. ginawa mo uh, para makarating sa puntong ito na in two weeks makakalaban mo ulit si Mainmax?
0: Kaya nga, pinaganda ako na yung sarili ko. Ayun. Pinaganda ako yung mga techniques. Yung, ah, uh, tawag dito. Nag- Actually, nag-practice kami ni Nelson eh. Nag- so,
2: tag-team na talaga kayo ngayon?
0: Parang, sa nakating ngayon tayo lang. sa punto na yun, pero, what is muna relationship? relationship? namin? the uh, niyo ba ano? not niyo ba am not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm
1: not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Tatlong,
0: ano, tatlong bote ng Redder's lang itumban, eh. Pat- <laughs> so, hindi,
2: Ay, niya makipag, hindi niya kaya makipaggan? Hindi niya kaya mapantayin si kanto Terror?
0: Hindi niya kaya.
3: Meron bang kaya sa PWR?
0: Tumapat sa'yo? Mm. Sa inuman? Sa inuman. Good inuman. question. Actually, nakainuman ko na si Senyorito. <laughs> Ay,
1: sa Sema. Sa Sema, <laughs>
0: Ay, hindi. Dumayo siya sa, ano, sa Canto Tenyo. Nagpa... Nagdala nang ano, nagdala ng isang pick-up ng nanbanog. <laughs>
2: Aba mabuti na <laughs> hindi siya na, ano, hindi siya napagtripa ng mga kanto boy sa kanto teen. Ay hindi.
0: Si alam mo siya ano si Del, protektado siya ni Kanto Tero. Mm.
2: So, ikaw yung rest niya. Oo. Ayun, mabuti. Mabuti na alam natin na ano mabuti na alam natin na merong restback pala si JDL. Pero alam din natin na si JDL uh, meron din mga relationships sa ibang mga PWR wrestlers bukod lang yeah. sa'yo, di ba? Mm-hmm. So, eto matanong ko lang. May kinalaman ka ba sa sa kay mehem Brannigan? Kasi si JDL, tropa rin niya si Mayhem Brannigan. Eh, ikaw, tropa mo naman
0: si JDL eh. May ah, kinalaman ka ba dun? Ay, wala akong kinalaman. Eh, nung minsan, eh, nag-petition na, di ba, yung nangyayadong kaya, back to him since um, pasamaan sa industriya isa sa mga paborito yung um, wrestler di si Mayhem. So, nagsign ka? Ay, uh, nagsign ako, tapos, pinost ko rin, sinair ko rin sa fanpage ko.
2: Sobat mo sinayin? Sinayin mo kasi kaibigan mo si Mayhem o kasi cute yung babaeng nag-aamot
1: Ah, hindi naman. Di ba ganyan? Delix papi.
2: Oh delix nga yun. Kaya tinatunan natin para malinaw. In support for Mayhem. Ah, yan. Mabuting malinaw. Yeah. Sige, sige. So, ah, Ito, ito uh, kailangan natin ibalik sa Terminus. Meron kang laban. Uh, laban kay Mainmax.
3: Handicap match for the first yes. time.
2: Hindi ba parang unfair naman kay Mainmax na kahit na ang laking bulas ni Mainmax, eh dalawa kayong kalaban niya.
0: Eh, kaya nga eh. Kung sino man nag-setup nun, ko. <laughs> <laughs> Pero, Pero uh,
1: ginustin niyo ba yung rematch?
0: Well, since, ginulpi naman kaming dalawa ni Mainmax, pwede, pwede team up muna kami. Para, tapusin na namin si ano Jimmy Santos Jr. Tapusin, taposin Tapusin. <laughs>
2: tapusin. <laughs> okay, so anong strategy ba ang uh, gagawin ninyo ni Nelson Jr. para matalo niyo si Mainmax?
0: Well, ano lang, um, kung kay Nelson Jr. pag-usapan ni eh, Puso, <laughs> eh, sa akin naman eh, basta ako, um, ano lang, upak kung upak. Tsaka yari sa mga machine gun chaps ko. <laughs> huh? Na yun.
2: na oh, napanod uh, namin yun.
0: Uh-huh. Sa, so, sa aking pana.
2: Ayun, maganda na bangit mo yun kasi meron mga listeners ng SGP podcast na hindi pa napapanod ang laban mo, di ba? Yes, so yes, Para yes. sa mga hindi pa nakakapanod, hmm. ano bang finishing move ni
0: kantotero Ang finishing move ko is lakas tama. Dahil idol ko si Chris Hero, hmm. yun ang, mm-hmm. uh, yun ang lang rolling elbow. Yun ang, dinong pamatay ko.
2: At ano naman ng mga signature moves mo Signature moves,
0: you have the pana which is spear,
2: Siempre. Aha. Spear. Uh, na, target na <laughs> <Syempre.
0: Necro-serto.
2: laughs> And uh, hindi pa alam PWR arena, papi, so yeah. nag-enjoy oh. So, ano yung best entrance mo? Best naman para sa mga listeners natin, hindi pa nakikita ang entrance ni kanto Terro. Well,
0: actually, um, pag pumapasok sa ring, syempre, magpeplay ang laklak. Hinaalalayan ako. <laughs> eh, kaya ko naman lumaban eh. Eh, syempre.
1: Para, ano. Buti hindi ka nakakaunt out sa labas, diba?
0: Okay. Lagi ka
1: na sa labas. Nung ano, nung kaya nasa, I nasa labas. try
0: my be- very best to stand up and... <laughs> yan <laughs> finish the fight and finish the fight exactly
2: tapos pagkatapos ng laban inumulit yeah inumulit buti tar- buti hindi ka na ano buti hindi ka nagkakasakit o hindi sumasakit yung katawan mo sa ginagawa mo kasi para sa normal na tao parang delikado yeah. ata yan eh
0: um, ganito lang ini eh. i have intestines made of titanium <laughs>
2: <laughs> parang okay ata magkaroon and ng gas the
0: stomach made of adamantium
2: yun. Yun. Papi, magkano ba sa black market?
1: Magkana ba magpakawan?
2: para mahirap na. Yung mga tropa mo, pag narinig nila to, baka mamaya ikaw yung pagdiskitahan nila. Eh, Basta, <laughs> pag sinaksa ako, wala rin. Why <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hindi
1: naramdaman
2: yung
0: combination.
2: <laughs> Sige, kanto terror sa tinagal mo sa PWR mag taon na uh, yeah. mula nang pumasok ka ng PWR. Yes. Sino sa sino sa tingin mo parang pinaka pinakamahirap na nakalaban mo?
0: Pinakamahirap? Well, um, akin, kung ang magiging challenge ko ngayon is may max talaga. Napakalaki niya. Tapos, he's a good kicker. Tsaka, kaka-base skills niya eh. Sa laki niya eh. Yeah,
1: very very mobile siya. Ano ba naramdaman mo nung pumas- biglang sumipat si Main Max after ng match niyo? Kasi hindi naman naasahan na lalabas siya dun eh.
0: Oh, di Ay- naman siya yung I- kalaban
1: niyo eh. Oh. Yeah, all of us-
0: nihaya ko lang ng ano. Nihaya ko lang ng tagay eh. Ayaw <laughs> niya. Bigla akong
1: sinukambay.
0: Bigla akong ng finisher niya eh. Bigla na-stan so yun ba parang ano nang yaran
2: lumapit ka ba sa mga authority ng PWR gumawa ka ba ng sarili mong petition para makalaban mo sila ano bang ginawa mo para dumating tayo sa puntong ito na maglalaban ulit si kanto terror at si minmax para
0: maglalaban kayo yasay nasaktan nawa sa sa baytado sa termino lalaban nawa sa ano sa, bahita, sa, terminus, sa, ano, sa, sa, sa malaking bulas nyan
1: pa eh, ba, ano bang binabalak mong gagawin mo sa terminus dapat well, dapat kasi gusto ko talaga talaga pa
0: pa
2: so indica so pag dumating PWR hindi mo not talaga gusto na interact mga fans o so makausap yung mga chicks na nanonood. talaga so chicks? chicks chicks oh, chicks oh
0: pare alam mo yeah, um actually may mga utang sa chicks yung mga yan, eh ah, yung utang, Sina, pan sino sino, sino. T- utang pang good luck may pa mo sa ano Terminus. Oh,
2: oh. Ito, ito na yung chance mo, uh, Katie. Bigyan mo sila ng shout out para magpakita sila sa Terminus. Bigyan ka nila ng good luck kiss.
0: Oy, mga iha. Good luck kiss ko, ha. Sa Terminus, December 13. Sa Terminus ba? After ng Terminus, may inuman ba? May victory Meron. party tayo. Meron. May victory party tayo. Saan ang
2: victory party?
0: syempre sa Cantotinho. Bonfire ba ito? balta <laughs> 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 ako. Magpapalitson ako magpapakatayo na manok at papawlang ng chicharon yun
2: buti naman no? na may budget tayo para sa ganyan
0: siyempre pag nakuha yung first money ko <laughs>
2: <laughs> siyempre yun yung mahalaga now uh, kanta Terror I know na active ka rin sa social media nakikita namin nagpo-post ka rin sa Facebook at sa Twitter pero yes. ano mo pinagkakaguluhan mo pag hindi ka nag-wrestling at pag social media ka
0: well ano lang minum lang tutulog <laughs> <laughs> nagluluto ng pulutan. <laughs> nagbi- beer house. Ay.
2: Nee, okay, na, okay lang. Okay uh, lang, you can say, okay you can say <laughs> that. Okay, lang <laughs> yun.
0: Naluluto din syempre ng wrestling. Syempre. Ah, uh, nakikijump pero sa cable ng ano ng kapitbahay namin. Ayun. So, tapos na- 'pag
2: nakikijumper ka, sino pinapanood mo? Like sino'y hinahabul mo talaga na mapanood?
0: Syempre si Titi Master.
2: Yun, Titi Master. Somehow I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Ba't ba mo
2: eh. <laughs> 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 Yun, y- yun yeah. Sino pa ba? Sino pa ba mga influensya mo? Nabanggit mo si Dean Ambrose at si Chris Hero. Sino pa yung yeah. mga influensya mo?
0: Actually, nagsimula yun, nung na-jumper sa cable. At nakano ako ng channel Yun, sila Antonio Inoki, si Misawa. Sino pa ba? Yuna mm. Tapos, um, si... Siyempre, si Pegasus kid. Mm-hmm. Pwede ko bang bangatin siya? Oh, pwede naman. Pwede naman, pwede naman. Chris Benoit!
1: Oh, pwede naman. Pwede, naman. Pwede, pwede. 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 Okay naman. pwede. Okay lang naman.
2: Okay lang naman. Wala naman tayong, yeah. ano eh, wala naman tayong restrictions laban yeah, kay Chris yeah. Benoit dito.
1: Ngayon, yeah,
0: uh, uh, puro fan tao.
2: Okay, so puro fan ka and yes. yung uh, basing it from the names na minensya mo, parang from an older generation ka. So, matanong, matanong lang kita Kanto Terror. Mm-hmm. Ilan taon ka na ba? Para rin sa mga chicks na gusto makita kung kaya ba din ng pantayan si Kanto Terror.
0: Well, I'm uh, mojo-filled 32-year-old. Mm by statistics by <laughs> <Vital> statistics ESL <laughs> <laughs> oh ESL eh
1: es eh no puta inahala ba na your belly 32 <laughs> <laughs> okay ano okay pero ima ho po na yung malakas si Lomino oh
2: hmm, malakas si Lomino oh yeah yeah kaya ano uh, will we will we expect na titira ka ng, ng sake bago ka lumaban sa next match mo
0: possibly may budget <laughs> <laughs> Pero kung may sponsor, may sponsorship.
2: Eh, sponsor si JDL.
1: Pwede, baka, pwede. hindi pa niya
0: eh. oh. eh. okay. <laughs> Pag lambanog sa Actually parang pag lambanog, i act like JDL din. Ano? <laughs> <laughs>
2: balik sa family kami yeah. so ka can't tell <laughs> obviously obviously yeah. but but uh, going back so, I tried uh. I a
3: Chinese batang genyo Before. Oh, it's true, it's true.
2: Alright, <laughs> uh, going back, Katie, what can we expect naman, uh, heading into Terminus from from you, Chakakina, Nelson Jr., sa Laban nyo against Main Max?
0: Well, um, ang aakin lang, uh, Main Max. Magsusot kanandaya purse. Mm. <laughs> so, you know, like, if you
2: have a message yeah. para kay Main Max, ito, na, ito na chance mo tiray yes. mo na
0: Magsusot kanan diapers, and at the same time, papa. Pap, magpapa, no. Tao dito. It's okay. Payo, ng chupun. <laughs> chupun na nasa bote na lambanog. <laughs>
1: <laughs> pero, gsupay! Bon jean. Shut, pero shut, 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 si main max naman
2: sino ba yung ayaw mong makainuman sa PWR? Kasi parang lahat naman ata ng mga pangalan na binato namin sa'yo sa nasabihin mo, o oh, sige, pwede yung makainuman
0: yun. Ah, ang ayaw mong makainuman sa, ano, sa, sa PWR roster? Ako? Si Ken bakit Bakit si Ken, bakit? Ken Warren? Bakit? Bakit may ba- pag nag, uh, ano, nakatulog oh, ba baka, na ako ng ano, cellphone. <laughs> Blackmail <laughs> pictures. Blackmail pictures. Baka ma ka, papi. Patay. Yeah. Sarawis sa-, sa mga may
2: pakananong fappening.
0: Tsaka eh. <laughs> <laughs> ano eh, baka, alam yun, hindi umiinom yan eh. Parang,
1: <laughs> mukha atang hindi umiinom si kinama. Yeah,
0: oh, pa parang siya? isang, isang bottle lang na San Miguel beer lang dyan, nagsiselfy lang. <laughs> <laughs> ano, may gatas pa sa lobby. Yeah, parang ganon. parang, Tenors na, di pa ubos yung ano, di pa ubus yung bote. <laughs> First battle yun, na.
2: Okay, uh, Kanto Terror, of course, uh yung nabangit na, na natin kanina na may social media ka. So paki-invite naman yung mga listeners natin na i-follow ka sa social media.
0: Yes, please Mike, uh please like my uh, page. Just type in Kanto Terror, Uh kanto terror-pwr.
2: Meron ka bang Twitter or Instagram?
0: Ay, um Facebook page lang. Um Twitter and Instagram account coming soon.
2: Coming soon. Coming soon. So, so,
0: abangan! Yeah, pag ab- may ab- time, pag medyo di pa ako, pag ano, pag uh, di pa ako nakakalimutan uh, eh. Uh, um, eh. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Kamutan ko eh.
2: Abangan susunod na kabanata. Yeah. And, uh, kanta Terror, paki-invite please ang ating mga listeners sa SGP Podcast na pumunta sa Terminus.
0: Yes, uh, mga mga kabaranggay, mga iha, Kaya po ay pumutas sa December thirteenth sa ano sa Makati si Square Arena, um, PWR ter- Terminus, and watch me kick the big ass of Main Max.
1: You and, you and me Nelson
0: and Nelson yeah. Jr. will kick the, big, the big, ass. big ass of Main Max. Punta
1: kayo kasi may victory party pag itapos yeah. oh. and
0: uh, afternoon may victory party tayo. Kanto tignyo. Magdibirouse tayo, magdibidjoke tayo. Sa akin ang alak, at sa akin din <laughs> <laughs> Alright,
2: ladies and gentlemen, uh, listeners of the SGP Podcast, the one, the only, Kanto Terror. Catch him at Terminus December 13 sa Makati Cinema Square Arena. what uh he he is one insane insane guy like i can't imagine being you know a guy who would drink and then wrestle it's i want crazy. to be friends with Canto Terror. I, I think we're <laughs> friends now with Cantotero. like he's cool you know he's not going to i want to drink with, with Cantotero. Canto
3: Terror.
2: that, <laughs> puede. puede. So that that's something we can probably work on um, of course uh, you can catch Canto Terror and the rest of the pwr wrestlers uh come december 13 that's terminus it's happening uh at Makati Cinema Square at 6 p.m. I know Rose going to be there. He's part of the boot camp,
1: and I know you are going to be there. I'm
2: going to I'm going to be uh, at the show. I can't wait to see it happen. Yeah, man, I'm
1: going to be at the show Bobby. too. But you know, Bobby.
2: There are many surprises that oh, will happen. There, yeah, they there. said, you know, they said that there are surprises. But if you want to stay updated on everything PWR, let's do our boys from PWR solid. Uh, like them on Facebook. It's Facebook.com slash Philippine Wrestling Revolution. And on Twitter you can follow them at PH Right. So that's how you can get in touch with them. As for us, you know how to get in touch with us. So we're not gonna waste our time telling you about that again. But we got, we have to thank you, you know, for, for uh, sticking with us. Through the SGP podcast, thirty-four, 34 episodes, episodes! Strong, Thirty-four episodes strong. Tell your friends about us. Uh, keep downloading. Keep listening. Find us on Buzzsprout, on iTunes, on your favorite podcast app. Mm-hmm. You know, everywhere oh, show. you can find us, right? Uh, for everywhere. now, everywhere. For now, we're gonna be signing we're off worldwide on behalf of Raf Kamis and Romaran. My name is Stancy. Signing off. Thank you so much. You have a great week. Peace. You stay classy, Metro Manila.
3: So if you're still listening to the podcast even though we are done talking I'd like to invite everyone to my birthday party. It's on November 29th this Saturday at Sagiho Bar and Cafe in Makati. Um I'm I'm throwing a party there. Come by, get fucked up with me. I think Kanta Terror might show up. (laughs) I think Kanta Terror might be showing up with a few red horses, but for sure, we're getting plastered at my birthday. I can't be there. And unfortunately, my boy Roe's not going to be there. But I don't know about you, Stan. Come by. Come by.
1: After that,
2: I know. I mean, we're such good friends. I'll be watching Comedy (laughs) Manila on Saturday. By the way, uh, they've got a great show lined up for this weekend, Friday and Saturday. Do catch that as well. After Morato comedy Manila show yeah the, the one in Morato's on Friday the one in A venues on Saturday so depending on traffic i might be able to just swing by uh, swing by now so yeah guys
3: you know party with us it's fun we
2: don't party do
3: it party. very often mucho mucho like, it's mucho hi arto nom yeah. nom 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 yeah man so guys come by let's get drunk peace
1: I'm stealing rose lines.
0: (laughs) Maintain
1: this frequency.